Hey, it's Netta and I'm so excited to let you know that the Freedom from Cravings Formula program is open now. If you're ready to get rid of cravings, slim down and finally feel in control around food, especially sugar, all you need to do is to book a clarity call with me so that we can chat together to see if the program is a good fit for you. Go to aftersugarclub.com and click on the big green button, schedule a clarity call. See you soon. Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast. The podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it, and also with food, and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman. So where can you find sugar or where should you avoid sugar if you're trying to cut down on sugar? Well, the first place is for liquid sugars. So carbonated drinks, including the ones that are marketed as healthy. So any kinds of sodas, even pure fruit juice is actually where pure sugar is found, unfortunately. Any kind of fruit juice squash, flavored teas, flavored coffees, and of course, the obvious sources of sugar in candies, sweets, chocolates, cookies, desserts, cakes, all those kinds of things. But also, what is really shocking is how much sugar there is in savory foods like condiments, things like ketchup, barbecue sauce, mayonnaise. All of these things contain small quantities of sugar, but because we eat so many of these types of products, the sugar really does mount up. And also in like healthy packaged foods like cereals. I remember I used to eat lots of bran cereal for my constipation, not that it did me any good. And only when I start look, started looking at the labels did I realize, oh my gosh, these healthy cereals, these high bran cereals contain high sugar content as well. And another thing to watch out for, which is also surprising and a little bit shocking, is flour. Now, you wouldn't think that flour and the starch in flour is a type of sugar because it doesn't taste sweet. But because the process of making flour involves grinding it up into a powder, which means that the cell structure of the grain is also broken down, well, the body processes flour more quickly because it's in powder form and basically, the body processes flour pretty much in the same way as it does sugar. So when we eat flour, especially white flour and products made from it, the starch in powder form hits our body and our blood sugar level in a very similar way to sugar and causes a blood sugar spike. Now, you don't have to be diabetic to worry about blood sugar spikes. This can happen to anybody. So foods that are made from flour like bread especially industrial bread and white bread, pasta, crackers, all these types of foods have just a high of a glycemic index or even higher than table sugar. 
And this is a problem for a lot of people because research has actually shown that people who eat foods with a higher glycemic index, which means that it affects their blood sugar level, well, they're more likely to report addictive types of behaviors in relation to eating these types of foods that either contain sugar or flour or both. So the grinding or the milling process that turns whole grains into flour also strips away many of the essential nutrients and minerals. And if you look at the packaging of these types of products, you will see that, that the companies have added extra nutrients and minerals. Why? Because they were stripped away in the processing of making whole grains into flour. And when these products that contain so few nutrients get into your body, your body realizes, hey, I'm not being fed. And it makes you have this kind of relationship that wants to eat more because what your body is actually saying is, hey, I want to be fed. Give me more food. And then we feel hungry and we want to eat again. But the irony is that what we're giving our body is nutrient poor foods. So basically, flour is digested far more quickly than real whole grains. So that speed of digestion causes your blood sugar to spike and then drop. And that makes you feel hungry, makes you interpret that feeling as being hunger, even if you've just eaten. And it decreases your ability to feel full as well. And it also cues your body to store fat by making your pancreas produce insulin. So bottom line, flour, like sugar, gives you minimal nutrients. And sugar actually gives you zero nutrients. It's, they both spike your blood sugar. And they can both lead to overeating, but overeating of the very foods that cause you to feel this way. So pizza, bread, chips, cookies, candies, cakes, desserts, all of these things are what you crave because you're giving your body food that isn't actually nourishing your body. So what about fruit? I don't know how many times people have asked me, Netta, do you eat fruit? And the answer is yes. There's a massive difference between the sugar that naturally occurs in fruit and the highly processed, highly refined sugar and flour that we find in processed products. So what fruit has is the water, the fiber, and the nutrients that flour and sugar don't have. However, some fruits have more sugar content than others. So there are lower sugar fruits like berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, and citrus fruits as well. And there are higher sugar fruits like grapes, cherries, watermelons, bananas, mangoes. All those kinds of exotic fruits are much higher in sugar content. So they're not necessarily bad, but just be aware they do have a higher sugar content. And when you actually take fruit and dry it, so any kind of dried fruits or any kind of date puree, for example, well, then what you're doing is you're taking away the water content and you're concentrating the sugar content. And you can imagine, I don't know about you, but I remember being able to eat a dozen dried apricots in one go. Now, that's a lot of sugar. Whereas the whole apricot, I wouldn't be able to eat more than two or three at one go. So watch out for dried fruit because the sugar is really concentrated because the water has been taken away. And same thing for uh, pureed fruit. 
the fact that it's been pureed also makes your body metabolize it, use it a lot faster. And then you have fruit juices where you have all the sugar of the fruit and none of the fiber. It's a real sugar bomb for your body. So fruit juice is definitely not the same as a piece of fruit. So we kind of need a dictionary for the word sugar because when we say life after sugar, what does that mean? Does that mean absolutely no form of sugar whatsoever, even the natural sugars that you find in non-sweet foods like vegetables? Well, for me personally, no. I don't mean the natural carbs that are in vegetables when I talk about sugar. I mean the processed, refined, unnatural sugars in industrial white sugar, in white flour, in all the processed products that are made with these ingredients. Those are the main ones. Whereas fruit and vegetables that contain naturally occurring carbs and sugars, those are fine. But if you do want to reduce higher sugar content fruits, that might help you too for your relationship with sweetness and with sugar. Hope this has helped. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode.